1: This is Two Guys, Five Movies. This is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gaspar. Frank Pelican. You're listening to The Quick Cage. And tonight we have something special that we talked about last week, um, which is we are going to be looking at Nicolas Cage's two other television appearances outside of the history of swear words, which Frank did a review of, um, whatever. Um, feels like five years ago, but um, six months ago or something like that. Um so we're going to be doing a watch-along of a nineteen eighty-one television pilot that was not picked up called The Best of Times, not to be confused with nineteen eighty-three The Best of Times, directed by Bill Bixby. Um, this who is would, who would
0: confuse it, but yeah.
1: <laughs> this is directed by Don Mish. Mischer. Um, who through my research, um, is actually pretty, uh, famous, uh, 15 Emmy wins because he became a director of things like the Tonys and the Emmys and the Oscars and DNC national convention in 2004. Like, you know, so he's, uh, something like 40 Emmy nominations in his life and 15 wins. Um, It also is notable because it is the uh, first film performances ever, first time on film of Crispin Glover and uh, Nicholas Cage being billed only—the only time in his life—is Nicholas Coppola.
0: Nicholas Coppola and um, Fast Times. Is it? I believe so.
1: It didn't list that anywhere, but it might be because that's his first actual film appearance, right? <laughs> um. <clears throat> So um, we're going to watch this. I know very little about it. Frank knows, I think, even less than I do. Nothing. Um, nothing. <laughs> so that's going to be the first thing we're we'll watch. The second thing we're going to watch is the um, episode eighteen or season eighteen, episode one, um, episode of Saturday Night Live that Nicholas Cage hosted back in nineteen ninety two. Um, I don't know if that'll be any better or worse than the first thing here we're going to watch
0: i wonder who the musical guest is
1: yeah that's true i didn't even know i didn't even pay attention to who the musical guest ugly is. ugly kid
0: joe <laughs> just for you just for me. um uh, or the fine young cannibals maybe no mm, i would i would like that for, anyway
1: so um also we're going to see here who has actually appeared on the um the the primary podcast before is um uh jill scoellen um who starred in um popcorn oh um, nice she was also the lead in the stepfather
0: um funny that's never made a list um
1: <coughs> I, I always thought you disliked that movie
0: yeah, um, i mean i don't like it i just <laughs> it's fine
1: because i'm pretty sure i asked you about it in like 1987 like when we were covering um the horror movies then and, and you
0: um oh uh, it wasn't as, good as anything else in 1987 that's right. for sure gotcha i don't even remember it was on that list but i stand by that statement
1: and we're going to see a small uh role of Jackie mason in this uh that we're going to watch with the best of time so so um
0: hopefully not being super
1: racist <laughs> hopefully not all right so i am going to put the link uh to this youtube video um in the you know uh description uh so you ready to start this frank yeah i guess on the count of three hey i'm on zero seconds are you on zero seconds
0: i can't get it to zero seconds i can only get it to five seconds so you uh, get what okay. you get all right Hold on. Oh, no, i'm on zero seconds i got it oh okay tell me all when right. you're ready so three
1: two one play
0: Oh, man, so your your first character introduction is Crispin Glover and a dog. Yeah. The dog is not impressed with Crispin Glover's cleaning skills.
1: Basset hounds are never impressed with anybody.
0: Oh, man. look at that room. Uh
1: Uh-oh, breaking the fourth wall.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. I'm already I'm already regretting this shit. Uh-huh. Should Did watched the dog Snowden. just try to bite him? Well, yeah, because he tried to look at the dog's dick for his conception.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is it under the dog? No, he can't find it because his room's a mess.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> There's this the that- case doing one-arm push-ups. On the beach, shirtless.
0: Um, only part time job. This feels like hell.
1: working out hungry oh Frank what I don't think you have your headphones like actually turned on what do you mean I can hear I can hear your television
0: I have them turned on we're all teenagers, and we're all treated as faceless members of the society. Our Can you hear it still? Our yep. Die. I mean, I'm hearing you through my headphones, so I don't die. know what to tell you.
1: Okay. It's gone now.
0: I just turned them off. How do you feel about um Crispin Glover's sweater here with the two stars on the shoulders? I mean it like, looks
1: like um like a military like uniform.
0: Or like he's some kind of um Russian mafia or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> I
1: Holy shit. They're doing a link- they're doing linking arms.
0: Oh, Charmin brought this to me.
1: Yeah. What is with the... Oh, that's bizarre. What do you think of that pinky ring, Frank?
0: I mean, it looks like something the hall monitor on the third floor would wear.
1: It matches his, I think it's gold frame glasses. It matches his glasses.
0: Yes, yes. He's a very classy guy. Getting turned down over the phone for a date. Okay, you do a revival of this now.
1: Oh, shit, here's Nick Cage.
0: It's funny that Nick Cage is really, like, built at this point in time. I thought that was more of, like, a later 80s thing, but... So Nick Cage is basically a, a jock, violent caveman, bodybuilder who wants to just like hurt people. So that's good. That's yeah. Good so I guess Crispin Glover is the lead in this. Yes. This. This. this, yep. this show.
1: Oh, there's Jackie there's Mason. Jackie Mason, right. Is the convenience store clerk.
0: <laughs> so the gag that we're watching is that Crispin Glover turned in an empty soda bottle. I got a dime in um, what was that called? Refund or rebate
1: or whatever. Yeah, the recycle program from back in the day.
0: Yeah. So now they brought in like a hundred bottles, and they're trying to get dimes for all of them.
2: So,
1: so I don't think this is how this that refund program worked. Rebate, rebate, whatever it is, like. He would eventually get paid back for this, so I don't understand why he's so hesitant. Oh, that's a that's a cage face that nobody yeah. knows about.
0: <laughs> They're playing some music by blowing in the soda bottles and shaking cracker jacks. Right, it's it's like "Dancer in the Dark." And the chubby girl just ate a donut because that's her song. Is the song of diabetes?
1: <laughs> that's the second donut she's ate so far, right?
0: Well, the first one was I think was a muffin, and she was running, so Mm -hmm. she was at least probably burning those calories off as she was eating it.
2: Uh. Holy shit! Oh, it is like Dancing in the Dark.
0: (gasps) Now she's eating a eating a Slurpee. Right, that's a good looking Slurpee though. Oh, I wonder what cassettes there are. I know.
1: I'm more interested in the nostalgia of this, honestly. What is
0: happening here? Jackie Mason is waxing nostalgic about his mother trying to kill him.
1: Well, yeah, but there's still like the songs, like the the music playing while he's doing it.
0: It's because it's the best of times, Chris. This is what happens in the best of times you dance in the middle of the convenience store over and over. Oh. Everyone dances. Yes. I
1: wish this was better quality so I could see those products.
0: Right. Yeah. I. This. So the end result of this dance off in the convenience store is everyone just stole something and left. Right. Right. I think Mr. Riley. What the fuck? Who is this actress?
1: I think that's Jill Skullin from um Popcorn. Mm.
2: what the fuck is this
1: so she's describing how she wants something constant in her life because she used to have a doll when she was a kid and she wants something to hold on to during storms and it gets scary and she has her family and friends but so is the implication there she wants like a boyfriend or a husband at the age of like 17
0: well it's hard getting old that's what she just said (laughs) look I want to see what happens at this rock audition
2: What was her name?
1: I
0: don't know. Oh, here's more Nick Cage. With the John Denver... (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. Huh. <laughs> I want to see how Nick Cage walks. I know. He's about to show us... Uh, I don't even know what to say about this. I'm just thinking about Nick Cage's unformed baby teeth still sitting up there in that head because he mm. hasn't got them yanked out yet for Birdie, right? At least he's an egotist in this show and in real life. (laughs) Right.
1: Oh, So the idea here is Nick Cage is teaching glasses, like uh, golden glasses, Kevin, how to uh, pick up girls.
0: Nick Cage is convincing him he's beautiful.
1: I don't think this woman's ever read a book in her life. (laughs) Look at how she holds that book.
0: So Kevin is now fucking up his shot.
1: Kevin never had a shot. Come on.
0: Kevin might have had a shot.
1: Look at all the makeup she's got on. He doesn't have a shot.
0: I have a shot. Yeah, there's some weird. Uh, I don't know. She thought he was Kiana. She makes any cages. Yeah, she makes.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: The girls are at the makeup counter again because that's what women do. <laughs> yes, except for the fat one. She eats. But she's not eating now because she's well. She's on a on, lettuce
1: diet. She just said, but she's not losing any weight.
0: <laughs> I think that was a joke. Here's I li- I laughed. Here's David who works um three jobs.
1: This is the guy that like probably created the fucking vaccine.
0: <clears throat> I don't get any of these jokes. I know that you have no context for this, but yes. um, Crispin Glover is basically the prototype for uh, Ned's Declassified.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that is what
0: is that this um nickelodeon show from the early to mid 2000s yeah where this guy with that exact haircut that dressed very similar to what chris Mcglover's wearing right here
2: mm-hmm.
0: would talk to the screen and tell you how to survive as a high school student
1: mm. he
0: had two friends and one was an awkward dude and one was an awkward girl gotcha and the awkward oh. girl was in love with him but oh my god here's a car wash we, scene, car wash montage
1: Them And they're singing working nine to five.
0: Instead of Car Wash.
1: Right. Which is
0: the absolute more appropriate song. Right. And they just showed a girl's butt and the headlights popped up to illustrate that someone got an erection. Yes. And
1: Nick Cage is wearing overalls without a shirt and an ascot.
0: I think it's just a bandana.
1: It's a bandana tied like an ascot, though. What did this... (laughs) <laughs> so these people just all come together for these moments otherwise they're in their like separate locations that seem to be the same locations all the time
0: this is what happens in the best of times chris you know <laughs> spontaneous car washes where you destroy other people's property and play the <laughs> fiddle
1: so nick cage is just always on the beach working out and the girls are always at the makeup counter and they just the all one- happen to come together for crisp and glover
0: Right, well Crispin Glover, he's the one he's the glue the, he's the ties the bind. Yeah, fucking Bentley or Rolland Do these or-
1: people even exist? Or are all these people maybe just in Crispin Glover's head?
0: Oh that's possible. So you're saying this is basically just like identity or something?
1: Sure. Will someone,
0: will someone be murdered at the end?
1: I mean that that's the only that's the best
0: outcome. I can't believe they're singing this whole song.
1: Yeah. Do you know what the rights of that probably cost?
0: Seven cents. (laughs) When you sing it this poorly, it's unrecognizable. (laughs) Oh, my God. That dude's shorts were super short.
1: Yeah, and super tight. Yeah, that's...
0: Probably not the best shorts to be wearing uh, roller skates on. Yeah. I wish the commercials were in this.
1: I know. okay so this was in prime time alright well yes I mean something like this could have possibly worked on like Saturday mornings right
0: no I never would have watched this on Saturday mornings maybe if it came on at like 10 did you watch Saved by the Bell yes
1: Sort you of. Sa- you, <laughs> you sound like I'm gonna like trick you into something here. Um, no, I'm
0: trying to remember. I mean I didn't watch it every week. Right. All right. How did John well, Denver get the head cheerleader?
1: There was, you know, yard sales to go to and shit in the morning sometimes. It's true. I know. I'm I'm Mock, speaking mocking serious.
0: My, mocking my childhood existence. You don't know nothing about my yard sales.
1: I fucking <clears throat> I used to, my grandmother used to always have yard sales. I was always down there helping her on Saturday mornings like four times a summer. I I sold my inhumanoids there.
0: Oh, I wish I would have known. I would have come and bought your inhumanoids.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. See, it didn't matter. He's not really getting her.
0: Well, that's because Cosmo told her not to. Oh, shit. What video games are they playing now?
1: One is called Baseball. The one on the right
0: mm. that Crispin's playing. I guess this kid's not working now. <laughs> right. Dave.
1: Maybe he's on break. Maybe he works at that place. Like, How
0: do you should... feel about every kid... Is that a bowling kid be... uh, I think it's just a pizza parlor. Mm, okay.
1: Um,
0: how do you feel about every kid being named... After their actual real name. Um. I kind of like it actually. All right. So now they're back at the beauty counter of like Macy's or some shit. What's her name? Just says
1: she want to get married. So that was what that little speech was about.
2: Holy shit.
0: But, um, um, uh, this thirsty this, motherfucker, right? These these Kevin Kevin vignettes are um uncomfortable. Yeah, there are. Look at this RT motherfucker filming the back of Kevin's head through the mirror, though. Uh, I know. <laughs> it shows it shows the duality of man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it shows how he's turned his back on himself, and he's not being true to himself. Except for maybe he is. God.
0: What is it about Kevin that makes him so unattractive? Is it just his terrible personality. It's he's a, he he's he's a, he's a nerd.
1: That's like the idea.
2: He got glasses.
0: What's the joke that Phyllis is like eight?
1: Oh, oh he thinks she means that she's a 10 out of 10. She's 10. No,
0: she's a 10 year old. 10.
1: Yeah, right. Oh, at least they didn't play that joke out.
0: No, Kevin's okay, well, just a dick. Yeah.
2: What?
1: Huh? Chris McGlover is hoping he has a-
0: the talking heads cassette.
1: I can only imagine they're talking about (laughs) the album that Once in a Lifetime was on.
0: Remain in Light? Yeah. That's what it... That's nice. There was a Lee Iacocca joke. (laughs) He was all the rage in the 80s. He was.
1: As ridiculous as it is, Crispin Glover is the best part of this. Yeah. Because he's just kind of being like, I think, what Crispin Glover is like internally at this age, probably. He doesn't really feel like he's acting, honestly.
0: I'm glad that he's so happy about the um, Talking Heads album.
1: What is that dance?
0: Oh, Jackie Mason's so behind the times. So they're just back playing video games again? Oh, Chris McGlover's messy room. He's trying to kill his dog.
1: What the f- He just, like, actually dropped the chair on that dog's head.
0: Yeah. Ah uh, the father is so henpecked
2: mm-hmm. jokes mm-hmm. yep uh huh <laughs> oh shit
0: This song is amazing. It is. This it's is like a Crispin Glover Devo rap, and Nicolas Cage getting excited <laughs> about <this> mother's <laughs> this is his lingerie. mother's lingerie.
3: Yes. Right.
0: <laughs> Holy shit! That was a convenient bush. I know. I like how the hedges are like cut up. Oh my god now they're at the water park because you can't just work all the time you gotta play too
1: i mean 1981 is pretty early like for this kind of like appropriation isn't it frank like, what do you the, mean? like the rap piece of this thing
0: i don't like think it, it's rap i think it's more just like spoken word stuff. So. Uh... Although I guess you know, I it had know, a pretty, it influence. had a pretty,
2: it had a, it had a beat, like yeah.
0: Why is everybody always falling the fuck over, man?
1: Well, that's what happens in the best of times. Is you're right,
0: and then and then you get on a go kart,
1: <laughs> you get on a go kart. Yes, oh my god, this just has all the things.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's well. Oh,
1: the you now there's a top. After-
0: yes. What did I do? What did he do? He was driving recklessly on the go-kart track.
1: Oh, here's the dog. Watching him do cartwheels. (laughs) Oh, my God. Freeze frame jump in the air. Oh,
0: I know
1: it was a McDonald's commercial. commercial and we missed it. Oh, God, it's the glasses off.
0: I like his uh, skiing sweater.
1: <laughs> right. In the summer, I'm assuming in California.
0: Right. Did you get that joke? What did that he say? Um, bigger Glasses said, you know what's wrong with the world today? There's not enough peace and love. Uh-huh. And then they both like marked out over the fucking pinball games they were playing and got like violently excited.
1: Mm, yeah. Video games ruin everything. So the, is the cheerleader attracted to Walter Cronkite? Is that is that what I'm getting out of this?
0: Yes, she wrote a letter to TV Guide about how much she liked Walter Cronkite.
1: This is the Nick Cage subplot is actually my favorite subplot with him and Kevin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's so dumb
0: right that's good
2: (laughs) was that joke self-aware
1: I don't even, I don't get some of these things.
0: So the boys are naked in high school when they swim? I, I, is that a joke? Yes. I don't think that's true.
2: Oh my
1: God, you're right. Yes. Boys didn't swim
0: naked in high school, did they? Oh, well, I don't know. I didn't swim in high school.
1: Oh, yeah, but I still don't think that's a thing.
0: Missed all the penises, <laughs> chubs. <laughs> so I guess the joke of this skit, which I don't even know who these people are, is that right. this girl wants to be in the band. But in order for the band to adjust to having a girl around, she's got to be their roadie first.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, are these people friends of
2: the main characters?
0: I haven't seen them with them, unless they're part of the montages.
1: They were part maybe. of the the one montage, I think, in the um convenience
0: convenience store. store? Yeah, they probably were in the grease montage too. The are working nine to five.
1: So that that girl, that's the roadie. Um, she's actually became like a pretty accomplished, like, acoustical guitar um, soloist. Um, and uh, been in and out of film, like in terms of doing music for most of her life. She was the uh, guitar coach um on um pay for Eight.
0: Oh.
1: Kevin's actually like pretty accomplished. She went into real estate for years, but then came back into doing um, theater stuff and started writing, and <clears throat> ended up becoming like a pretty big screenwriter on, um, CIS or uh, and or CSI. Um, CSI, right? Yeah. Well, NCIS, CSI, whatever. Right. Right. Um, but uh, and it's like done like a number of like television shows that kind of like failed, but um, he's he's really big in the theater world out there and california apparently
0: now kevin's asking out the operator (laughs) on the payphone
1: that's a very 80s joke i think kevin might be the most 80s character in all of this
0: he is a a prototypical um i don't know
1: i mean it's like urkel right is not that an urkel joke almost
0: yeah, oh. All right. can I eat the corner? Hold
1: on, I need to hear what Fatso's saying.
2: She She wants to fuck her
0: teacher. I guess it's the guy in that picture frame. Yeah, who looks just like um, Kevin and David. So
1: right. Holy shit! That wouldn't that would not be allowed after 1995. The shape up thing is a fat joke, right?
0: No, no, no. She's failing whatever. I
1: understand, but I'm saying it's teenagers. like meta in uh, a meta way. It's a fat joke, right?
0: Yeah, I think maybe you're supposed to think it like, but she wasn't even like a bagel or nothing, so I don't know. There's another teenager showing you their butt,
1: but it's, but it's. It's making fun of commercials about jeans, apparently. Right. People thought that was pretty funny in the studio audience. The laugh,
0: right? I think I think it's a laugh track. <laughs> I like that one laugh track. That oh, shit, another song. Damn. I mean, I guess you probably couldn't, like, release this anywhere because of the musical rights.
1: Yeah, I guess that's probably right and why it's just, like, on YouTube and Daily Motion and stuff. Because, I mean, definitely in 81, they wouldn't have been signed any kind of fucking contracts that would allow it to be aired today. I mean shit, they didn't even know VHS was a thing, right? Like true.
0: Every woman's in love with um Chris McGlover.
1: Well and Chris Glover's musical montage fantasy.
0: <laughs> you think this is a fantasy or do you think this is really happening? <laughs> I'm I
1: kinda think the whole thing's a fantasy, like the whole fucking show.
0: You think he's just stuck in that messy ass room?
1: Yes, with with his with his bastard. Hand.
0: With his bastard, down and his mom yeah. that doesn't exist. Right. Which She's apparently the, me the voice of his a husband.
1: <laughs> Which apparently the uh, it's Betty Glover, I think is is who's credit as the mom. So I'm assuming it's his real mom doing the voice.
0: I'm really upset by the whole idea that like they think that the boys are swimming naked. I. <laughs> See, it's real. Like everyone is like made a mess of the gene department.
1: Ah, I'm so disappointed those commercials are cut out.
0: Yeah, it would have made it a much, um, much more enriching experience. Look, he's wearing the same goddamn sweat. Oh, he's wearing around his neck.
1: Okay, so once a husband, Crispin's telling her that he had a dream about her being his girlfriend.
0: Nice job, Crispin Glover. Yeah. Well, you got to play it cool, right? Got to play it cool. (laughs)
3: this is what she wanted
0: right but she didn't want it with crispin
1: That's a fucking 80s joke too. That's a nineties joke as well. Like that's that's an old joke. Like right. the idea of like somebody like describing a scenario and the other person imagines it so deeply, like that when the twist comes, like they like are upset by it.
0: I feel like there's a cadre of Wonder Years writers just sitting here like watching <laughs> <laughs> 19 like yes. Yes, this is a good idea. Right.
1: I'll be honest, it makes me wonder if this isn't ahead of its time a little bit, Frank.
0: Well, ahead of its time and so far behind at the same time.
1: You gotta imagine, You gotta remember. This is this is fucking forty years old, man.
0: Right. I get it.
1: Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a legitimate laugh. <clears throat> <clears throat> only
3: <don't>
1: because feel, <throat> I, I don't feel as bad now laughing about the what from Nicolas Cage. So
0: only because. I thought he was going to say wet bread. So, soggy bread was a step up.
2: <laughs> oh, no. House?
0: Garage band. Oh. Uh, With all the people that have not matter? been in the show. No, right. All right. God, her high socks make her thighs look tremendous. <laughs>
1: So, the band leader's filmography? Um, is that what she is? No,
0: no, no. Oh, no. man. Oh. our country can't be too strong. And we got to show you the side we won't be pushed around. That's fine. If we are strong,
1: we're taking chances. What is will health
0: salary? Is this going to be a war? It's going to be like unregistered.
2: Call Caught the <laughs> draft. I'm in there, man. This my patriotic duty. Well, shoot, I mean, you're going to get to choose a nice place. I mean, what do they have more than being out of Korea anyway? Well, that's a place that like, real yeah. we'll Like, country the air over here. You don't think there's going to be a war, do you? That's my dad. would talk about all the time. My mom looks at me and starts to cry. this is you'll make a man out of me. Look at that.
1: <laughs> Holy shit.
0: Oh, uh, Nick Cage uses his biceps to illustrate the futility of war. <laughs> I can't even explain. <laughs> So this is Nick Cage doing some anti-Vietnam feel a couple of years before Birdie, so it's impressive. Did people think there was going to be a draft in 1981? For, for what? Mm, I don't know. Is that like Cold
2: War shit?
0: Maybe. I mean, he said El Salvador, so I guess there's the Sandinistas, maybe at this time. Uh. I guess Granada is what, like eighty three or eighty four or something, and then yeah. Yeah. So
1: the south. South Sodorvian Civil War was in eight. It was seventy nine to eighty one. So maybe.
2: Huh.
0: Well, we're at the dance finally. So all of Kevin's subplot is about to pay off.
1: Right.
2: And they have
1: me if anybody's actually like <laughs> watching this with us
0: i'm just dumbfounded i don't know
1: I, I, I would um frank do you i like i'll ask you this but it's like if anybody like knows of like the answer to this can you think of a fucking sitcom that like the main character is talking to the camera like that comes before this like a sitcom or a comedy movie
0: alf oh not before
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, is there anything in the seventies that like does this? Cause there's plenty in the eighties that do.
0: Yeah, this might be um this might be groundbreaking. There's literally like twenty people in their school.
1: Right. Cause it's like think about all the things in the eighties that do it. Like Ferris Bueller, um Doogie Hauser talks to a camera, right? That's what it is. Yeah. At least that's more, like, realistic rather than fourth wall breaking, but um, there's plenty. Yeah, there's plenty to do that, like...
0: So I guess now they're dating. I mean I guess I think so. I feel like a whole lifetime has happened in the span of the past 40 minutes that we've been watching this right masterpiece. He just used the um Michael P. Keaton. Yeah. Line. Yeah. Yeah. Of course Michael P. Keaton was going off to the war in Canada, not El Salvador, huh. but Oh now she gets to be the guitar player.
2: This is very back to the future esque.
1: I mean, because Saved by the Bell like did this fourth wall breaking shit too.
0: Yes. God, maybe this maybe this show got Zach Bray Pipeline, <laughs> like before it ever happened to us. Got Zach Morse Pipeline.
2: <clears throat> did Nick Cage Nicholas- do a split?
0: Uh,
1: he's going oh, a dancer. In bell bottoms? Is that bell bottoms?
0: I think they're just straight leg trousers. It's
1: they're pretty skinny. Oh, there's more. Oh, okay. There's only a couple minutes. All right.
2: After this commercial,
0: what is
1: that dance he's doing? Is that like like scars? His room is clean. It is. Well, she's teaching him to be a husband.
2: That's a good point. (laughs) You're insane at that age.
1: Good night and put out that light. Orion would love that line.
0: There's his dance again.
1: Is it like skanking, kind of?
0: No, not really. His legs aren't coming up high enough. Maybe it's like um, some talking heads dance. Nicholas Coppola. Old Janet Robin.
1: Oh, there was going to be a Showtime special presentation after somebody taped that bitch, and then had a Showtime movie after it. Yeah. Holy shit! I want to know what that Showtime movie is. Did you see that old school fucking? I've never seen that Showtime. Like, I've
0: never seen it either. I don't think. Oh man, pretty hot. Um all right, so
1: so what, what what do you think there, Frank?
0: I mean, I'm not as... Nicko's cage first performance ever. Right. I'm glad that he improved. I mean, Oh. Did yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, um, I mean,
1: I thought it for. I, I, I read something the other day, because, again, like we've talked about this, like just shit comes up in my goddamn feed. And I was reading something and it was like somebody said that Cage always understands what the assignment is um, of, of his of his acting role. A lot of times. I think um, that's true. And I, I think he understood like what his role was here pretty well.
0: Yeah. Dumb jock. yeah yeah muscles but sensitive I don't right. know right scare of the war yeah
1: all right, so uh, first of all, you didn't i realized um I forgot last week because of the Vietnam that movie conversation what, was, what what's your score on birdie and on the cage performance on birdie?
0: Oh, um birdie's a solid seven, yeah, and it's a it's an eight for a cage performance I mean it's it's exactly yeah. what it needs to be.
1: All right. So, what about what we just watched? What's the score on that? And, uh,
0: uh, I mean, it's probably unreadable. Like an NR. <laughs> I don't think I don't
1: think you've ever given an NR.
0: So it didn't it didn't do what it set out to accomplish, right? Because there was no television show, so it's an abject failure in that respect, and- right? I mean, it feels like it was like unsustainable anyway. Because if they were going to do musical numbers with like licensed music in every single episode, and it would be like trying to beat right, yeah, or homicide. I guess back then it didn't matter. But I thought it was well intentioned, but it fell short like in every regard. <sighs> right. I don't know. What do you think about that cage performance? Write that cage performance. Eh, it's a five. It's fine. Yeah. What about that Crispin Glover performance? Oh man, that thing's like a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wanna I wanna listen to that rap again later. <laughs> I don't have you in my ears. Right. Right.
1: All right. So I'm not even gonna like front. I'm going to pause the recording of this um before we go ahead and move on to um Cage's second television performance here. Um which is Oh yeah. I got a abyss, <laughs> which is um the Saturday nineteen ninety two Saturday night live performance, so
0: just make myself another drink, and I'll probably go have a cigarette too, so
1: yes, that, 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 that all that, kinds that. of things well, yeah right, I guess we're working the, the best fourth of wall time, it, it, times. it is the best of times. The best of time, um, except for it's Friday night living in the we're, we're, we're doing this.
2: In the best of times.
1: <laughs> Wow. All right, so it will be no chance no, there that you could see. You should, you should have kicked your legs out a little bit, like, um, to the side. I am, of, I'm
0: doing it as I'm sitting because mm. I'm living in the best of times,
1: right? So, it will be no time for you, it'll be 15 minutes for us, and we'll be talking about um, Nick Cage's uh, only hosting gig of Saturday Night Live, okay? And we are. Back and getting ready to start this Saturday Night Live episode. Um I'm gonna warn you, Frank, the best of times
0: made me a little drunk. <clears throat> Nothing makes me drunk anymore. That's the saddest thing I ever heard in my life. Well, I lost it somehow over the like COVID is COVID has killed alcohol for me.
1: Whatever. I saw I heard you drunk like three weeks ago or something like that. Like, it, it
0: was like two weeks ago, and it's not the same. <laughs> How's it not the same? Uh, you know, it's not the it's, it's not the good good time party, <laughs> it used to be, because people aren't serving you, right. Well, that's part of it. Like, I could go for another drink right now, but who's going to get it? Me. It's crazy.
1: Did you not get another drink before this? That's some water.
0: That's hmm. okay. I don't. I don't want another bloody mary. And like, what do you put on top of a bloody mary? You know, anything is just going to be disgusting. So. <gasps> <laughs> all right
1: okay so this is september 26 1992 um and this is cage's only hosting performance so are you ready to play this frank i'm ready are you on zero seconds
0: i'm on one second Can i go back to zero all right i'm at zero all right three two one play hold on my shit's not playing
1: oh this is on peacock only just so everybody knows while frank is seeing if you can get this to play um and because hulu only has like seasons one through 10 and then like seasons like 31 through the present or some stupid shit and um so it's only on Peacock. Um, Is the '90s episodes of Saturday Night Live? So if you wanted to watch this, it's Peacock. It's free. There's four ads in the episode that we're watching.
0: It's getting ready to, to play. Hold on. You can now. It's playing. I
1: <laughs> oh, Chris Farley,
0: Chris Farley, and Dana Carvey playing fucking Woody Allen, and Rob yeah. Schneider playing a woman, yeah.
1: Frank, we're going to get a copyright violation. I can hear your shit.
0: <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Can you still hear it?
1: Barely. Not enough to where it matters.
0: Oh, shit. I fucked up. Hold on. I was trying to put on... um. My subtitles... Do you understand, like, what the joke is here? Oh, I guess it's Mia Farrow.
1: Yeah, it's Mia Farrow. Yeah. Dating Alan Dershowitz. Like...
0: <laughs> oh my god so rob schneider's playing Yi? yes oh jesus
1: that's the joke here is it's after all that Oh, God, I miss Phil Hartman.
2: <laughs>
0: so, Phil Hartman is playing Frank Sinatra. Yes. He just made a Jew joke, which is, um, yeah. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. This is this is a.
0: (laughs) So Phil Hartman, as Frank Sinatra, just made a joke about jerking off instead of molesting children. Yes, this
1: is a fucking takedown of Woody Allen right here.
0: Well, there was no Nick Cage in um, He was Alan Dershowitz, I think. Was he? Yeah. Oh, it didn't look like him. I mean,
1: it kind of it it looked like... What do you look like in adaptation a little bit?
0: I really miss this um, cold. Op- this open to Saturday Night Live. Like, just various scenes of New York. Yeah. No, I, I agree.
1: Phil Hartman... I mean you're you're of the same opinion as me is like um phil hartman is possibly the greatest like versatile cast member of saturday live ever right
0: yeah yes i mean i think the prime sandler is up there prime dana carvey like late 80s early 90s dana carvey
2: Fucking G. Smith. Huh.
0: Oh, my God. Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Oh, Bobby
1: a, Brown oh, oh, shit. Jan Hooks is a special guest appearance. That's crazy. I, this is this is right before my heyday of Saturday Night Live. I want to say, like, 93, 94 is when I, like, started watching religiously, like...
0: I think I may have been watching it at this point.
1: That suit is that suit jacket's too big for him.
0: That's the style, man.
1: Alright. Holy shit, he looks like a child in that suit. That's a bad suit, Frank. Break that uh, suit. Break the uh, suit.
0: I mean the suit itself is like Break him in or, the suit. It's like a three. <laughs> but you know what it is? It's the fucking um. Hold on. Let's uh Oh, it's cool. It's basically like the Rick Astley cut.
1: (laughs) Honeymoon in Vegas is what he's advertising.
0: Holy shit.
1: (laughs) What the fuck? He has complimented her beautiful, big breasts
2: okay,
0: so
1: the, so the joke here is people are uncomfortable by him talking about the physical assets, the women, yes. Okay, so the joke here is he's complimenting women's physical assets and Lorne is calling him backstage.
0: Melanie Hutzel is um, particularly displeased. Yeah. Oh my god, look at Lorne Michaels' uh, fucking suit jacket.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's
0: like goddamn tablecloth. <sighs> Mm-hmm, uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, Nick Cage is having a moment of clarity.
1: (laughs) 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 Fuck it, Farley. Uh... <laughs> do you think Nicholas Cage knows who Bobby Brown is?
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah, he does. And are we gonna get to hear my prerogative or do we not get to see the musical performances?
1: I think the musical performances will be on here. Oh, commercial. Sorry,
0: commercial. Oh, this is um the man dog love thing or whatever so it's a black and white like in the style of the um, Calvin Klein commercials right
1: I I don't Um, uh,
0: canis maybe or something like that I can't remember
1: (laughs) 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 was that a golden retriever
0: yeah That man's making eyes at that dog.
1: (laughs) Oh my god.
0: (laughs) There's a a dog and a man making out and canis cologne for dogs by calvin holy
1: shit i've never seen that before and that's that's oh we're on a commercial what commercial you got frank
0: uh some hard seltzer i guess
1: oh that's that woman that i was attracted to 20 years ago who oh this is a blue moon commercial that i got um
0: was it a blue moon hard seltzer
1: i think so yeah yeah light sky yeah, the blonde with yeah. the
0: glasses. Who is she?
1: Um, she was on commercials for a while, and she was recently on Lucifer. Um,
0: do you remember the woman I was attracted to in the commercials that had the really prominent jaw? Nuts. And she was in like
1: what kind of commercials?
0: Uh, everything for like a year. She had like a. Did blonde... your commercials just end? Yeah, I'm on Tiny Elvis. Okay,
1: all right, okay.
0: No, now I don't remember that.
1: Okay, so Nick Cage is playing El- Tiny Elvis. He's a big Elvis fan, right? Oh, yeah. right, because he married Lisa Marie Presley, right? Yes, yeah. right.
0: They have him superimposed sitting on a end table, talking to Kevin Nealon and Rob Schneider.
1: This is the first skit.
0: So I guess the joke is that just he's tiny and everything's really big. Right.
1: (laughs) So they're playing sycophants. Sycophants. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay this is the twist okay This had to be pre recorded then, right?
1: Well I guess they yeah, know. I guess well, so. no with the with this inner cut here, they could they could go to a slightly different set. With a green screen. You look how long this is, yeah. Yeah. That's this is live. So, Tiny Elvis is sleeping on the dashboard?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's just a joke, is that... um, He's just tiny. He's just tiny. He's tiny, and... um, Everybody thinks he's cute.
1: This is a bad skit. Yes. Yes. So he keeps getting offended by how cute Tiny Elvis is.
0: Tiny Elvis is offended by the people thinking he's cute. Right, that's what I mean.
1: There were no laughs during that fucking section of that skit.
0: I'm from us either. Right. Oh, this is ridiculous. That's the end of the skit, I think.
1: Holy shit, that's a terrible fucking skit. That's bad. This Ross Perot? Oh, my God, I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) I actually remember this skit, so... (laughs)
1: <laughs> huh. Do you realize how close we were to Ross Propia actually being president Frank?
0: I think how much different life would be if that was true. Right.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you ever see the Ross pro skit with Trick or Treat, where where he just kept repeating "Give me candy"?
0: I think so, yeah. <laughs>
1: There was somebody in this get playing Lamar Alexander. He just wore a flannel shirt and that was it. <laughs> Julius Sweeney, who most film fans probably know from Pulp Fiction, I guess, probably.
0: You think
1: so? I would think so. What else should she do? The Pat oh, movie that Saturday. nobody ever saw.
0: I don't know. That's where I never. Played.
1: I said film fans, not TV fans,
0: because you can't be both. There are some
1: people that aren't. Frank.
3: <laughs>
1: Holy! Oh shit. my God! The word "color" just got used on *Saturday Night Live* in 1982.
0: It was by Ross Perot.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> so the, idea-
0: the idea is Ross Perot is paying people to do like regular Simon things. Simon Says? Yeah.
1: <laughs> With regular everyday thing. <laughs> Whoever did the costuming with that, like hot pink shirt, is brilliant.
0: That was uh, that was some sketch. Yeah. Oh shit. Deep thoughts with Jackie. Oh Andy. my
1: god. This is one of my favorite things of all time.
0: Me too. I I haven't seen the deep thoughts in forever.
1: I have all of his books.
0: Uncle King man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, the idea of the hair was.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that is. <laughs> uh, I pulled those books off recently because we're like redoing the house and the office, and I haven't flipped through them yet, but they're on the top of a, one of my piles just because I saw them and was like, oh shit, because I have that, like the deep thoughts, deeper thoughts, and fuzzy memories. You remember those? Yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: Oh shit! Weekend update with Kevin Nealon.
1: Oh, hold on. You're not. You're there. Hold on. Pause it.
0: I may not be able to restart it though, with the rate that it goes.
1: <laughs> What's your timestamp?
0: Uh, nineteen
1: forty three. Okay, I'm there. I'm there now.
0: You got Kevin Nealon rotating around. In front yeah, of you. he
1: has got a he got a, he has a smug look on his face right now. What? Oh man,
0: Kevin Nealon. No. Nah.
1: All right, say so three, two, one, go. So yeah, it's because um I got a WWE commercial for Money in the Bank.
0: I got one of them too. Yeah, Maybe we had a Talen- first- talent commercial and then a Money in the Bank commercial.
1: Oh, I got something else before Money in the Bank.
3: <laughs>
0: I
1: big Wetchie is the best punchline of that whole thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hmm. <sighs> holy shit I think I'm a little bit ahead of EQ There's the next, uh, another good Woody Allen punchline.
2: Yeah, you are <laughs> Chris
1: Rock. You're on the Chris Rock stuff now, right?
0: Yeah. So
1: this is a bust to school thing in 92, which is funny because I mean it's like it's a uh, relevant to last year during the primary.
3: I
2: I'm <laughs> holy shit
0: (laughs) this is like your episode Frank it really is
2: (laughs) Jesus Me, Connors.
3: Uh,
2: Can you imagine?
0: I forgot about the tailhook scandal. Yeah.
1: Can you imagine, like? Can you real quick? Can you imagine, like, at forty and thirty five tennis players being called geezers? Like, now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so this is after you dropped it the second time. Okay.
3: <sighs>
0: Jesus. Oh, so we're watching. Um. Oh my god.
3: <laughs>
2: oh shit! Fuck it out. Oh, Adam
0: Sandler singing Sunyi incesta. God the Dan Quill
1: the Dan Quill Marky Brown thing
0: I guess I remember kinda
1: that he like criticized like
0: for having it? a baby out of wedlock yeah
1: <laughs> I did, do not know what that Leno thing's referencing actually Why does that burgy <laughs> breast shot look fake?
0: It was one of those things where they took it at um I remember that happening. Yeah, I don't like remember the them. the the star or something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh look, they got share. <laughs> um That's yeah. That's really that's a really funny moonstruck reference. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um she was at like a beach in Monaco or something in like some paparazzi. I uh, took a picture of her topless. <laughs>
1: That's dumb. <laughs> Fuck Marion Perry. Um, it's so sad that we got a Kevin Nealon update,
0: as opposed to what? What would you have preferred?
1: A Norm McDonald update?
0: Oh, right, yeah.
1: We're like a year away from that. Kevin honestly, Nealon, though.
0: That's honestly, that's... I just had a
1: weird memory, though. I think that's the thing that might have got me into Star Night Live is Norm McDonald.
0: I always update Kevin Nealon's updates. I'm at a commercial now for um.
1: I am too, Jordan, and... Jordan Peel show. I think uh, I think it's Keegan, but yeah.
0: Oh you're right, it is how much time do you have left in your um thirteen commercial? seconds? Oh I have twenty one.
1: Oh Fingers. okay I'm gonna I'm gonna pause as soon as it comes like this Oh Apple T V. How's Peacock advertising Apple TV? Okay, I paused. Uh I'll tell
0: you when three, two, one play.
1: Food's not banned there?
0: Well it's Kevin it's um Nick Cage talking to some pregnant ladies at Belly. <laughs> you really think he looks young? I think he doesn't look much different than he looks right now.
1: I I have not said one thing about him looking young here.
0: Didn't you say that when it started the No. Nah. During the monologue? No. Nah. What did you say?
1: I, I don't know. It just I, I it just proves to me that you never listen to me. That's all it proves.
0: There's nothing <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> I remember the skit. I don't know the skit. It's not funny. (laughs) I don't know. I think they're they're not
1: wrong about the word. They're not wrong wrong with Name Joe, though, so far. (laughs) Paul (laughs) John Silver is not offensive. Peter's bad. Yeah.
0: Are you really like? I don't even know. I don't. I don't even know who you are.
1: <laughs> what you don't? <laughs> you don't think names mean anything when you're a kid, Frank?
0: Oh, yeah, I guess so.
1: They absolutely mean things. Sure. The premise of the skit's fine. It's <laughs> it's the ex it's the writing and the execution that's not very good here. <laughs> it's really bad writing. It's like they're just ad-libbing off names and coming up with the best thing they come up with, and the writer's room could kind of come up with the shit.
0: Maybe they're just really ad-libbing here.
3: <laughs> oh, Jesus.
0: This is really bad. Yes. Oh, Was Ben and Jerry's was the thing in 1992? Absolutely, yeah. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> That's Everybody saw that move.
1: Here's fucking Cage. Turn everything up to eleven.
0: That's about right.
1: Uh, what's the joke here about BR?
0: BR jerk? Huh. <laughs> right. Oh my God. That's sweep that that was that was a big joke in like ninth grade.
1: Yeah. So the idea is that his name is spelled... oh, there's more deep thoughts. Fuck that skip.
0: We can talk about SWIPA after. And I'd forgotten about that.
1: A funny image
0: out of it. <laughs> all right so during this commercial let's talk about sweep a. okay so You, you I, tell
1: me about because I don't I
0: I remember I remember that skit I didn't remember the premise of the skit and I definitely didn't remember the punchline but we called SP we called people as sweep a in high school for like the entirety of high school pretty much
1: I don't remember this at all
0: uh, we weren't in high school with me <laughs> so why would you remember my memory? Um, I don't know what to say, weirdo. Like that's that's why it's my memory.
1: Well, I'm saying it's like I just don't remember Ozweego ever being a thing. I'm I'm pausing real quick at 34:44.
0: Oh, okay. Because I don't know when your commercial was ending. I'm not 35. I'm at 34:46. We can go ahead and start. Uh,
1: Okay, three, two, one, go. I just don't remember that being a thing ever. That's what I'm saying.
0: It wasn't in like, school, but we watched Saturday Night Live, I guess. Oh,
1: okay. Saturday night live made it a thing for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. It wasn't didn't it come from anywhere else. It came from that skit. Oh,
1: okay. That's a terrible skit for anything to come from.
0: I know, but it was like that Monday in school, like we were all saying like, ah, a sweet day. And everyone laughed because they thought they were so cool because you stayed up till one o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Hmm, right. Who is was Dana Carvey supposed to be here?
2: Uh, like, is that Ted? Ted, Ted Koppel? Koppel? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This is my line. Fucking Phil Hartman, Bill Clinton.
1: Fucking, I love fucking Jan Hooks. She's like underrated during this time.
0: I remember this kid too.
2: Ha, 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 ha.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is this the like stupid,
2: stupid, stupid? <laughs>
0: Fucking Farley. I was in love with Melanie Hutzel, just so you know.
1: That absolutely seems like your type. <sniffs> I'm going to make a random claim, but I also think Bledsoe was in love with Melanie Hutzel.
0: Is that our ultimate crossover, is Melanie Hutzel?
1: <laughs> it might be. We'll mm-hmm. have to find out.
0: God, that fucking... <laughs> Jan hooks Shirley Clinton is... Uh-huh. <gasps>
2: <gasps> <laughs>
3: so- <laughs>
1: God, how far is that from the day? Right. (laughs) It's almost like nothing ever changes. (laughs)
3: Thank <laughs> you.
0: I don't know I don't know what to say. I feel like there's very little Nicolas Cage in this Nicolas Cage.
1: There that yeah. It's absolutely true. Okay, that's the funniest thing in this whole skit is the idea that Bill would just sell Hillary out that quickly. Right. <laughs> this is a really, this is another really bad skit overall. Yeah. <laughs> God, I love Jan Hooks though. That smile.
3: right.
2: <laughs>
1: Okay, so we still had the...
0: Bobby Brown performance? Oh, That's there's pretty... no
1: Bobby Brown. They, no, they cut out the music performances, Frank. There's only like two minutes left of this thing.
0: Oh, I see, I can't see the time.
1: Oh, there's another Oh, deep another thoughts. deep thoughts. Well, What a, what a way to... This is the best thing in this entire thing.
2: Oh, Jesus. Oh, this, one.
1: this is so good. Oh. Uh, is this the this is the end right
0: the outro i guess Yep. there's
1: bobby brown oh
0: they're bobby brown wearing his carl can what is
1: it what is that fucking what is on that necklace
0: st louis is that what it is the st the cardinals
1: it might be yeah
0: Probably not new edition. So here we've come to the end of this scintillating Nick Cage episode.
1: That was okay. That's really bad, Frank. That was. I think that was worse than the best of times.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. It's it's very um, nostalgic for me because I do remember watching this episode. So I don't know.
1: I mean, I loved the cast during this time of Saturday Night Live, but that was not a good episode. No. And you're right. Nick Cage was in it very little.
0: Do you remember the really? Do you remember the really long, um, deep thoughts about um, the golden hammer?
1: The golden... Ha- I actually, I think that's a fuzzy memory. Frank. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
0: Because it spans the entire yeah. episode, right? It's like what? four different. Isn't it like not nah. the entire episode, but it's nah. like no, nah.
1: nah. nah. There's not. I, I don't remember anything like that. But I remember the golden hammer thing, and um, it's only like one thing, but it's really long.
0: Okay, that's what I'm thinking of then.
1: Yeah, it's it's really long. They're trying to get me to watch Tim Robbins episode. What the fuck's he promoting in 1992? Uh, okay, what's so I don't need. Is this another like?
0: NR Frank. Yeah, there's really nothing to write here. This I is... remember I was hammering on a fence in the backyard when dad approached. There he was go. carrying a letter or something in his hand. Yes. He looked worried. I continued to hammer as he came towards me. Son, he said, why are you hammering on that fence? It already has plenty of nails in it. Oh, I'm not using nails, I replied. I'm just hammering. With that, I returned to my hammering. Dad asked me to stop hammering as he had some news. I did stop hammering, but first I got a couple more hammers in and this seemed to make dad mad. I said, stop hammering. He yelled. I think he felt bad for yelling at me, especially since it looked like he had bad news. Look, he said, you can hammer later, but first, well, I didn't even want to hear the rest. As soon as I said, you can hammer. That's what I started doing. Hammering away. Happy as an old hammer dog. Dad tried to physically stop me from hammering by inserting a log of some sort between my hammer and the fence, but I just kept on hammering, because that's the way I am when I get that hammer going. Then he just grabbed my arm and made me stop. I'm afraid I have some news for you, he said. I swear, what I did next was not hammering. I was just letting the hammer swing (laughs) lazily at arm's length, and maybe it tapped the fence once or twice, but that's all. That apparently didn't make any difference whatsoever to Dad, because he grabbed my hammer out of my hand. And flung it across the field. And when I saw my hammer flying helplessly through the air like that, I just couldn't take it. I burst out crying. I admit it. I ran to the house as fast as my legs could take me. Son, come back, yelled dad. But what about your hammer? But I could not have cared less about hammering at that point. I ran into my house and flung myself into my bed, pounding the bed with my fist. I pounded and pounded until finally behind me I heard a voice. As long as you're pounding, why not use this? I turned and it was dad holding a brand new solid gold hammer. I quickly wiped the tears from my eyes and ran to dad's outstretched arms, but suddenly he jumped out of the way and I went sailing through the second story window behind him. Whenever I hear about a kid getting in trouble with drugs, I like to tell him the story. Yes.
1: It's, it's one of the, one of the greatest Jack Annie things of all time, What you just read. Yes, absolutely. Um,
0: yeah um, um that was better than the thing we just watched um so i think that we've proven that nick cage found his calling in film right i mean i think if anything you've somehow forced me to be even more of a nick cage completionist than i would have been otherwise which thanks i guess <laughs> You made me relive some pleasant high school memories. High um, school memories that you end up like um, by talking about S Sweep A, and yeah. then all fair, you made me relive some painful middle school memories because we were talking about how they used to make us shower naked. In, because you were thinking about the naked um, swimmers, swimmers, right? And yeah. how crazy that idea is. Mm-hmm. So it's just been it's, it's it's been a roller coaster of an evening, you know, like just all, all over the place. Um, did we talk about Paul Orndorff dying? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: we did not. We've never, we have not talked about this in real life or on the podcast. So, what do you want to say about Paul Paul Orndorff?
0: Uh, he was one of my least favorite wrestlers of the eighties when I was a kid because he was very bland to me, uh huh, and I I didn't understand what was so wonderful about him. Yeah um and i had a mr wonderful um uh fuck one of those little not not the big rubber ljn
1: i had the big rubber one wrestling ones
0: i had one of the small plastic um i think it was bendable actually i don't even think it was one of the like action feature plastic ones um that was always disappointing um but he's dead
1: He is. Um, Or
0: suffering from CTE.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. He had dementia and all that kind of shit. Um, Which is, hey, he lasted longer than a lot of those guys did from that time period. 70,
0: right? Is that what he was?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, he retired in like 93, 94, something like that. Um,
0: Uh, Oh, no. He was wrestling later than that because he was wrestling in like Oh, like indies and shit like that. No, he was in WCW for a couple matches in the later nineties, I think. Yeah, Um, I'm gonna look it up. Let me get off this Angel Fire page that has all the deep thoughts on it. Um. So yes, I don't know. Okay. Hold on. Watch Snowden.
1: Pretty, pretty wonderful ends in 95. All right. And, uh, hold on. So. Stars and Stripes. So it's early 95. So I was pretty much right. 94 is like his end in WCW. And then it's like, he has various appearances, uh, appearances since then.
0: Um, To what I'm talking about, he wrestled the Renegade at Batch of the Beach in WCW. What I saw that shit. And then in '99, he wrestled the Harris Twins in a handicap match on Monday Nitro, and then a fall, fall Brawl. Oh um, yeah, you you're
1: an expert on that shit in '99 because you were right. like the I'm only person. You. You're like the only person in the world, besides the fans that were there, that watched any WCW in 1999.
0: But his neck hurt. In a match against the filthy animals and natural born thrillers,
1: those are words that I don't even understand as a wrestling fan. Um, oh. Whatever so, you can
0: watch them anytime you want. Um, Two thousand fall brawl. Watch it. This,
1: watch this it. is this is this is this is why you know these things is because like I am not an expert on 99 through 2001 W.W. whatsoever
0: look i had um, so much look time, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say to this
1: did you ever see the 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 show in i think it's toronto i think in 86 where orndorff and hogan wrestled <clears throat> in like an open stadium um and see how over both of those guys were. yeah at that yeah, point?
0: yeah. No, no no i i have a very great appreciation for mr wonderful later in life but what as a kid, like I just had, I oh yeah,
1: yeah. Miss Warner was fucking awful. Like earlier on, didn't understand. I not Look, that. I'm going to give you my. Do you know my Mr. Warner story? story? Uh, let's hear it. All right. Do you know this, like about like at Cecil College, like um, community college? So, so there was a the the promotion that eventually turned in the ECW that like is well known for like the hardcore wrestling and stuff was a was originally called Tri State Wrestling Alliance um it's called twa and there's a friend named joe goodhart that like ran shows and he eventually sold out or kind of like ran like a thief in the night and sold out to um eddie gilbert and um whatever that guy's name was and um so he ran these shows in the tri-state area mainly philly at the what is now called the ecw arena um but he started out at like sports bars and stuff like that in philly and eventually kind of like went to like jersey other places in philly but he they ended up running the show in at cecil community college where i teach now um which is cecil college and um there was like a number of like old stars from like the 80s and 90s and stuff like that and the number of people that like people don't even know like whatsoever um um, some of them ECW people and some of them like people that like never made it broke through to like the extreme championship wrestling um, from Eastern Championship Wrestling. But um, Orndorf showed up at a show there in like ninety three, ninety four, something like that. Um, and um, he was selling eight by tens and he was going to do autograph signing so like i bought an eight by ten for like fucking ten dollars or fifteen dollars or some bullshit that my parents like spend for it and then he had a migraine and didn't sign it so um when people were leaving and you know the area that i'm talking about like um the uh like they went out like the exit like through the um uh like the garage door behind the theater right okay um, that's where like all the wrestlers were exiting. So like a bunch of like kids were like gathered out there, like you know, or, um, after the show ended and everything. And Orndorff saw that I had um an eight by ten, and I I guess he felt bad. Um, so like he actually, I was the only person that he stopped and like signed. Um, anything for is because I guess he felt bad that I like purchased like the eight x ten to get autographed. Um. Which I thought was pretty decent of the dude um, overall. So um, that's my Wanderer story. Like I like was like you know right next to him, and he like signed my like eight by ten that my parents spent too much money for. Um, after well, have like, that signed eight by ten, I do. It's in like my big um, what do they call them? Like like scrapbook type thing. Um, you never seen my scrapbook, have you?
0: no no i haven't
1: yeah it's because i didn't have it for many years and my mom like found it like somewhere and i have a scrapbook i have a scrapbook of like all like the wrestling cards that i want to like back in like the late 80s early 90s so like i have like the um card like you know because like they would like do you remember this they would put the card inside like the program like so it was like a like it was a single piece of paper that they would like just insert the card into yes. inside of like a program and yeah, um so yeah so i have the card from like 89 to my first wrestling event um the only thing i remember from that event is that flair and anderson um wrestled uh doom in a cage match in a philly
0: oh nice that's a good match um
1: which was a uh, which is originally like you know we've talked about um the R and Wyndham versus Doom matches and stuff before like um privately um that was originally supposed to be that whole thing except for um
0: Black Scorpion. Hey, you know what we could do is when we finish with the quick cage where it's Nick Cage, uh-huh. we could do the quick cage where all we do is watch cage matches. Talk about them. <laughs>
1: Um sure. I mean I tried to get you to watch WWE produce movies, but we can do that too.
0: Uh I I cannot. What you just said is the thing that can't happen.
1: We could watch um like No. I don't know. Stray, Stray Bullets 4 with uh Dean Ambrose. Like It's free on Prime right now. Hmm. <sighs> whatever we have multiple ideas frank like
0: i know i still watch. nobody
1: nobody even knows like the different ideas we have
0: we're innovators
1: we are i'm just i'm just trying to get through the next like three years frank
0: like that's it. like what what, happens after three years
1: i don't know like i'm just trying to get i'm just trying i'm just trying to get through your horror lists because we got 70s we got Two thousands and two thousand and tens by that point. Um well even now by two thousand and tens, I guess we got. But um and then you got fifty years of horror, and I'm only giving you like a couple episodes to cover like horror of like the fifties and sixties and shit, because fuck that. And then then your legacies I, I don't know. It's like what do we got it after is, three years?
0: It's fucked up. <laughs>
1: unless we move to youtube and do current movies
0: oh my god i thought you were gonna say unless we move to utah hmm
1: well Min romney's an ally now so
0: do not want to go to there
1: <laughs> all right so rate 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 the um episode overall for me
0: our performance or what we watched.
1: <laughs> our performance I mean that's a that's like a two.
0: <laughs> yeah, a two or three. I, mean, I think we've... our
1: performance during best of times was much better than, than that fucking I, what travesty. Hey,
0: like it's just
1: hopefully, hopefully, we... <laughs> ho-
0: hopefully people will watch the best of times along with us and then go make a sandwich and poop and
1: Well they know... don't they, they didn't they didn't have to listen through all that. Didn't they? No. To them it didn't, didn't happen. right um so it just happened to like just that quick um we were supposed to watch the 2012 Nicolas Cage like um skit as well but um you know that skit right you mentioned this week the,
0: the one where he is on um uh weekend update yeah with the guy that imitated him <laughs> yeah Andy Samberg yeah <laughs> Yeah, what do you think of that skit? Uh, it's fine. Yeah, why is it fine? So. It's funny. It's I mean, it's it's clever. Is I like it... I like people that can make fun of themselves. Right.
1: I mean, which leads into the end of this year, right? Which is what Cage is kind of going to do in that movie, right? Right. Um. One
0: well, could argue it's what Cage has been doing in every movie for the past twenty years, but. 15 years just right
1: well he did a he did an interview this past week and said that like um because he got kind of like asked like poignantly about the question about like him not doing hollywood movies anymore and
0: did
1: you hear about this
0: i did not i i i follow no nick cage news because i just don't want to know
1: so he um he said that he can't imagine going back and doing like any kind of disney movie now because he said that like the entire thing was is stressful, like during that, and he, and he specifically mentioned the sorcerer's apprentice um, when he said it. But he's like he can't imagine going back and doing that now, um, of doing these big Hollywood movies, and doesn't want to go back. Like um, that he has a lot more range, like and freedom in doing what he's been doing, right um he also mentioned that same interview that he's never going to watch pig um ever so like he seems like he's a guy that doesn't necessarily watch his movies but he says he's not going to watch that um whatsoever but he's he he creates journeys and he's glad everybody's enjoying the journey from the reviews of that movie i like that Right, and I was like, who the fuck doesn't watch the movie that they were in? But then I thought, like, except for, like, from audio issues, I never listen to what we do.
0: Oh, I haven't listened to a... The only podcast I've ever listened to was the drinking game one to see how terrible it would be. Right. And I just fell asleep, like, four minutes in, so... Right. Yeah.
1: That, that I have mean, no idea what
0: these things sound like or whether they're any good. So. That's
1: the that's the worst one we've ever done, right? Uh, uh Yeah. Except for like probably just now with the Saturday Night Live one. Like that the second half of this. But that's still better than the um, drinking game one. The drinking game was just rough, man. Like that was that was too much drinking and too short of time.
0: Oh Bismarck he died. Oh shit. Don't don't
1: tell me that thing on a podcast. Just happened. I I felt so much more emotional about Bismarcky than I did about Paul Orf. Yeah.
0: yeah, but you already knew that he was dead. You had time to prepare. <laughs> maybe, maybe. How old was Bismarcky? Fifty-seven complications from diabetes. Is COVID, yeah. COVID
1: complications in Baltimore. Diabetes. Really,
2: Bismarcky was that close, huh? Rude. Hmm.
1: Yeah, the um the secret podcast um that'll never be released was the worst episode we ever did.
0: Yes, yeah. I just want to talk about Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what
1: movie you chose for that for that podcast.
0: Um, I said all these like nice like plain things to say about a Muppet Christmas Carol and.
1: And then it was like a forty-five minutes of just like ranting right. about childhood.
0: Yeah. Not not for me. History histrionic personality disorder. Um I think my PS4 may have just died. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Is that why is that why Peacock was fucking up for you think?
0: It could be. I gotta go reboot it when we um when we stop.
1: all right so frank do you feel fulfilled by having done these two random ass television episodes because now we're complete like from this point out point on you are it's just you i'm not doing a watch long ever again um so at this from this point on, it is just you watching whatever ridiculous Nick Cajun movies you have to watch. Although um Wilson said that the racing movie with Sean Penn is okay. So how do you yeah, feel? Now?
0: I mean I I feel fine
1: you feel fine that we like so so this is complete. we're complete now this is a completionist type thing that i asked you to do
0: yeah yeah and i'm gonna um definitely watch snowden or something this weekend <laughs> so then i get another one off the list so i can just start bagging these shits and just be done S- snowden's uh, your
1: first choice huh
0: i think so because it's one i want to watch the least so i think if i get it out of the way
1: it makes it know. easier oh shit are you gonna like pull a twist on me and like actually like start with things you want to watch the least and then move your way forward
0: i mean you know that we're finishing with captain crowley's mandolin no matter what so i do know that but yeah uh, you, ha- you have family man the bag right yeah i mean no i haven't watched it recently i gotta watch it again i like family man though i think i know. You do know it's been a long time
1: you did tell me that you thought it was alright. You thought it was good overall. Like, like Taylor you, you wanted to save it for the for Christmas and I was like, We're not this isn't going to the Christmas.
0: Making <laughs> me do shit like this it'll go to a motherfucking Christmas. <laughs> it's <laughs> true, but this is it. This is it. We're the Prisoners is... of a Ghost slam might come out on video on demand and then what? Yeah, watch that. No, it's not available anywhere yet. Oh.
1: Well, you got that in pig fuck. We might be into December let Close me
0: do um, it. Let me see if it's available for me to watch. I
1: I swore we did Prisoners of Ghostland. Oh. I just heard that shit get like ridiculed this week in some of the cage news that I that I read. You do you know seeking justice is the number one thing that gets ridiculed by people?
0: Oh, and it well should be. God, that movie's so bad. Yeah, it doesn't even come up when I search for it on um Rhyme. <coughs> you get incident in a Ghostland, which is a mediocre horror movie.
1: person Ghostland has um a 76% from um brown tomatoes
0: though. <laughs> yeah. All right, we gotta stop because I need to drink some water because my throat's dry shit. Hmm. and i need to figure out what's wrong with my playstation gotcha okay well thank
1: you for any of you that listen to these because the watch alongs most
0: people don't listen to those. so um so it's so fulfilling that we do them yes we have fun i think right yeah yeah i enjoy
1: myself yeah i do too um so all right have a good week everybody take it easy